Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining us today. My next guest has been with us many times. She is my go-to person when I want to learn more about networking and getting, you know, uh, breaking the ice in situations. And today we're going to talk about that uh, a little bit more. We're going to continue our conversations on on networking and talk about uh, face-to-face networking in the digital age and talk about following up with people and that type of thing. So, uh, Kathy Condon, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much for joining us again. How are you? Well, I'm doing great, Bill. We have to quit meeting like this. So when are you coming <laughs> to Palm Springs? <laughs> well, I, we, we will have that meeting, I, I assure you. I was just out there, I had, but I had a quick out there and back kind of a trip. But uh, I think of you every time I'm driving out there. Uh, so uh, I think our day is our day is coming, Kathy. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get together. Um, so tell us... Uh, um, Give our listeners a little bit quick sense because they have a lot of interviews. Now, listeners, you can go to our audio library at exacoachradio.com and and you can type in Kathy's last name, C-O-N-D-O-N, and listen to her past interviews and really get – you have a almost a, a Encyclopedia Britannica of networking information available now from our past interviews. So, Kathy, to fill us in a little bit more about what you've been up to and tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. Um, Actually, I figured it out that I actually had moved six times before I decided that I might be really good at teaching networking because every time I moved, I moved at least a thousand miles away from everyone. So I had to start all over again. And what's becoming apparent to me now is that I left the Northwest and moved down here two and a half years ago to Palm Springs knowing no one. And I'm really very much amazed how people say to me, that was so brave of you to do and so on. But apparently I didn't really think too much of it because I knew I had the skills of networking to be able to network into the community. And an example of that is I just received a a ticket to go to a, a private VIP a ticket tonight to the opening of a major, major art exhibit here in town. So I'm proving that I'm pretty well networked into the community. And you, we have covered so much ground. Uh, you know, people think, well, networking, that's just going to meetings and meeting people. It's so much more than that. And we've covered so much ground in the past interviews, everything from, you know, how do you uh, walk into the room? How do you uh, approach someone? What are the best questions to ask them? How do you host a networking dinner party? Uh, all types of different things. So uh, what are we going to talk about today, Kathy? Well, actually, I thought there would be two things that we really should focus on. And again, I want to reemphasize because I'm also finding out that that's one of the things people keep thinking that networking events where you go to meet people, it has to be labeled a networking event. And I want to stress again, personally, I'm not even going to events anymore that are labeled networking events because every place you go, when you walk out the door, you are networking. But what I wanted to share with you is what happens if you keep following up with someone you met a long time ago 
on social media, and this is the story. I was privileged to be a trainer up in Fort Lewis for the 50 commanders on the base. And at the end of it, I was presented, which very honored, the Military Excellence Award. And the man who was in charge of it was going to be retiring from the Army. So lo and behold, Bill, last week he called me. He's been watching me on LinkedIn, and I didn't realize that. He called me, and we reconnected, and it has been three years. And I was getting ready to hang up, and he said, Kathy, I just want to say something to you. And I said, and what is that? And he said, I want you to know that what you taught me about face-to-face networking, I have taught so many of the returning veterans that I'm working with now. The reason I tell you that story, not to brag, I tell you that story because I have not seen this man for three years. Imagine how fabulous I felt when I got that phone call. That's fantastic. The impact that your your um, it, that what he learned from you, the impact that that's had on others. Can you imagine the number of people that that's impacted over time? That's fantastic. Well, and and see, that's why I really want your listeners to understand. Don't ever think it's too late to pick up a phone or to get in touch with someone that you have met along the way. You know, eight nine years isn't even too far. Think of how good you would feel that if somebody called you up, Bill, and said, you know what, I remember when you interviewed me when I was just starting my company. Now, 10 years later, I'm a multimillionaire, you know. Uh, so it that is one of the biggest things that I really want to get across to people. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, so it's it's not too, you know, don't think just because it's been quite a long time that that people wouldn't appreciate that call or that that reminder that you remember you're remembering them, um, and you know one of the things that uh, stands out in my mind that we talked about before was, you know we're all hung up on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and email, but just pick up the phone sometimes and you'll make it you can make a huge difference, right? And I'll tell you exactly another thing that happened. So a woman asked me to connect on LinkedIn, and I realized after reading her profile that there was some things in there that we could we had in common. So what I did is I sent her an email and I said, May we talk on the phone? And she said, Absolutely. So she called me back. And this is the amazing thing, Bill. The woman called me back and she called me back to tell me how much she enjoyed my book. Now that wasn't said in the email. It wasn't sent on the LinkedIn and we got into a conversation about what you know could be the next book and things like that. That would have never happened had I not suggested that we have a phone call. And I will go over again one of my biggest pet peeves, and I think it's getting even bigger uh, issue, and I think it's important that we discuss it. There are people who believe that contact cards or, quote, business cards are going out of style. They believe they don't need them. So this is what continuously is happening to me. Is I go to an event, I have my contact card, they go like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't have one or I didn't bring it with me. Now they're out. When you're out, when you walk up the door, you are networking. And he says, but I'll get in touch with you. I'm thinking there is probably about six people that I really believe we have a synergy to work together on something 
that did not give me their contact information. I can't find them according to, you know, going on social media, finding them. I have lost those contacts, and that is huge. The follow-up of doing what you say you're going to do, we are losing that courtesy. The actual, the implementation of what, you know, or, or making a, Oh boy, how do we say it? The uh, uh, a promise is a debt unpaid. How's that? That's really good. I like that. Can I borrow that? Yeah. I I so borrowed it. Somebody else oh, probably borrowed it and gave it to me. So I'm sure it's been around the block. But the whole yeah. idea that that we don't we don't take what we say with enough, um, you know, we don't put as much enough emphasis on that. So we let things slide and we figure, oh, that's okay. But it's it's. It, it's a reflection on your. It's bad reflection on yourself. Uh, exactly. So I got up yesterday, was at a seven thirty meeting way down the valley, and I met three people there. And it turns out Sunnyland, which you've heard of, I'm sure, was is kind of the international retreat center here in Palm Springs. Sitting next to me happens to be the public relations person for Sunnyland, and I love that area. I mean, I love that place for many, many reasons. And so after the meeting, we had to talk, and I said, by the way, Eric, I just want you to know, I just wrote a blog on the Sunnyland tour for the Palm Springs Tourism Bureau at their request, and he broke into a big grin. Now, that could be the end of our conversation. I have this card, and he says, Kath, and I said, would you be interested in getting together for coffee in the future? And he goes, he said, I would love to. He said, however, I'm heading to, heading to New Orleans to the, uh, what's the big, uh, whatever, Ash Wednesday is and all of that. Oh, uh, yeah, the festival, Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Mardi, Mardi Gras. And I, I'm going to be gone for six days. Now, I could take that card, and I could could just, do nothing with it, or I can put it in my tickler file and give him three or four days to get settled and call him up again. I love that place. I've written about the place. I go to the place. Why in the world would I not follow up with this person? But I have to follow up because I know he's not going to. He's not going to because of all the other things that get into place. And I also met a woman yesterday who uh, has an interior design business, and she's. We got to talking, and how they don't know how to follow up and you know sign up for LinkedIn and everything after they meet people. I'm in a situation where give me an hour with someone, I can give them a lot of information about how to follow up after these meet these people. But Bill, again, I will say, the number one thing is lacking in this world is uh, not following up, along with the idea of being late for meetings. Those two are probably my two biggest pet peeves in the business world. Well, no, I had the third one, not having a contact card with you. So mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. things are repeating over and over and over again, all infringe on your ability to network well. Okay, so show up on time. Now, now for, for meetings that, that you would attend, Kathy, should people show up on time, or should they always be ten minutes early just to see what happens? I would. I showed up the other morning, fifteen minutes early, and I went, "Oh my gosh!" I walked in, and the man was setting up the room, who was head of the whole thing. 
guess what that did? It gave me a whole opportunity to talk to him all alone before everybody arrived. And I said, so where is everybody? He said, Kathy, it is our biggest pet peeve here. He said, we say we're starting at 7.30. We know we won't be starting in for 10 minutes late. However, if I were in charge of that group, I would be starting at 7.30. I think when you're in charge of a group, you need to start on time and let not wait around for other people to come in. That's a good point. I mean, you, a lot of things can happen in that in that quiet of that uh, the early uh, part of the meeting. Now, how about when when people go on and they connect? Uh, should people leave a meeting and then uh, try to connect with people on LinkedIn immediately? Is that is that appropriate? Absolutely. And the thing of it is, is don't say I just want to link in, you know, I'd like to link in with you or whatever that's saying. I don't even know what it is anymore. Say something like, you know, hi, Michelle, it was great meeting you at the meeting this morning. You know, let's connect here for now or something like that. Kathy, that's all you need. But when you ask somebody to connect, remind them where you've met. Huge, huge difference. Or why you want to meet with them. I, I'm constantly, somebody asking me to connect, I'm just having fun with them. And what I'm doing on a regular basis, Bill, is saying, I have something flipping. I'm saying, like, I'm just curious why you asked me to connect. Did I say, um, or did I just say something brilliant, period, you know, and then I just <laughs> sign it Daffy and send it off. Invariably, they will write back then to tell me how, why they decided to have me connect. And then the conversation is off and running. Mm -hmm. And you're really good at that, Kathy. I know that that you you will have thoughtful things to say to people when you're meeting someone in a chance encounter or in a networking type of an arrangement, whatever it happens to be. Um, You always have something interesting that starts a conversation, and, and you're a big proponent of that. Don't just say, how are things going, right? That just doesn't, leads to nowhere. Absolutely. And I had kind of a cruddy morning this morning. And if anybody asked me, hi, how are you doing this morning? I'd say, mm. I actually, I was to the point I probably would say, yeah, not very good. And of course, if I said that until the truth, which by now, you know, I work on being 100% authentic all the time, they wouldn't know what to say to me anyway. So and people don't really care. Hi, and when you ask, hi, how are, hi, how are you? You know, they really don't, you don't care. It was interesting. I started a little storm on uh, LinkedIn, and I wrote the article about my favorite question, Bill, as you know, is um, you approach someone, you shake hands, you smile, and I would say, hi, Kathy Condon. Hi, I'm Kathy Condon. Uh, Tell me something great that happened to you recently. So I wrote that in one of the articles on LinkedIn that was a great way to start a conversation up. And I tell you, I started a firestorm on that particular one. I would say that there was like 20 comments regarding it, 19 of them being very positive. And the one man said, don't you dare come up to me at a professional meeting and ask me that. And I thought, wow, Mr. Grump, you know, that kind of person, if they reacted that way, is not someone that I would want to do business with anyway. All the other people thought, wow, what an interesting way to start a conversation because that's how you learn about someone and what, what's going on. All right, Bill, let me ask you right now. So what great thing happened to you recently? Oh, Kathy, so many wonderful things happen to me all the time. You know, it's it's uh, I just can't even start to 
I'm getting I'm getting accolades and endorsements from different people all the time. Just wonderful things are happening. Um, so uh, that would start a conversation with us definitely. That would that would definitely start a conversation with us. But yeah, Kathy, I want the accolades. Oh, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you could you could go from there. We would have a 20-minute conversation, but unfortunately, we only have two minutes left. And I wanted to ask you another question. Um, when people follow up, let's say you're you look at your LinkedIn and you can see who's connected with you. Is that a good time to connect back with them, or is it just let it let it slide for a little while? You mean when you go to look at the profiles? Or I'm not understanding the question. Yeah, well, everybody can see who's looked at them on LinkedIn. And oh, you have right. that opportunity. Who's who's viewed my profile? I, I do on occasion. In fact, um, one of the recommendations is is to take one of those people that looked at your profile and send them a note. And so I'm trying to do that about three times a week, Bill. Um, I haven't gotten the habit. I think you probably could really, really grow your network if you did all of those that you saw on it. But frankly, I don't have that much time to do it, but I've made it a goal, just like I've made it a goal to go have three face-to-face networking meetings a week. I've made it a goal to connect with three of those people that show up on my LinkedIn that they have viewed my profile and connect with them. That's So setting those small goals, if you go to a meeting and you, you, you don't have to meet everybody at the meeting, but finding a, a few people, uh, setting your sights on always improving your network no matter where you are, and like you say, there's no such thing as a networking meeting. It's all networking when you're outside of your house these days. So, Kathy, you really help us uh, uh, over age 50 business owners make sense of the digital age and, and really uh, have helped us improve our game. I want to thank you again for coming on and sharing your tips with us. Well, my pleasure, Bill, really, and there are many more to come. Now let's talk about real quickly how people find out more about your books uh, and your your expertise on networking. How do people get in touch with you best? Okay, my books can be bought on Amazon. Just put in Kathy Condon and C O N D O N, and the books will come up. My website is kathycondon.net, and but by all means, I will answer emails as well and questions at kathy at kathycondon.net. Any of those ways, or definitely if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn. Fabulous! I'll be absolutely connect with you. And if you do, just say it. you heard me on the Bill Black program. Tell us some of the titles of your books once again, if you would, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, my book is face, one of my books is Face to Face Networking. It's all about communications. And then my award-winning book is It Doesn't Hurt to Ask. It's all about communications. Both of which serve a business person incredibly well. There's a huge number of tips that will help you do some little things that are going to make a difference in your the way people perceive you in the business world. Always a pleasure, my dear. Thanks very much for joining us again today. I look forward to our next conversation and our, our meeting, which will be coming up pretty soon here, I'm sure. Look forward <laughs> to it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. So please stay tuned. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. 
ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 